Hello and welcome to the Yuha UP podcast. My name is Yuha and no, that is not a stage name. This is a fitness podcast where I try and help you along your fitness journey, often using mobility interventions to help you break through barriers or plateaus you've been struggling with. And if you're like me and believe that improving joint health should be a part of your routine, this is for you. So I saw this question online and I thought that it would be really interesting to answer and you can extrapolate the concept and apply it to other exercises as well. And the question went as follows. Is it bad if I never deadlift? I've tried and I prefer a hex bar deadlift, but I'm starting my own home gym and I don't enjoy deadlifting enough to buy one of those bars. So is it bad if I just do RDLs instead? RDLs is Romanian deadlifts. So my answer... Is it bad if I never deadlift? If you never go another day in your life without going into a gym, you know, slapping a couple plates on a bar, bending down, hip hinging, and picking it up again for multiple reps, multiple sets, is it bad if you never deadlift? No. What is bad is if you never train the movements that may be associated with that. So the more dominant movement the most dominant, I guess, like joint that is involved in a deadlift is the the hip, is like the, the hip hinge, the hip extension, going into hip flexion. And then depending on the weight they're using, some people also end up falling into like heavy amount of like scapular protraction and maybe they don't necessarily develop the strength to retract their scapula to hold the bar and to create some tension in the in the upper back. But but just from like a hip perspective if you do not personally enjoy doing deadlifts or if maybe you have some certain if you have a history that insinuates that you, that deadlifts are not appropriate for you that is okay but you should still be doing hip hinging type exercises or you should be doing things to improve your hip extension so instead of looking at it as i have to do a deadlift because it's this like it's like the king of exercises and like there's no other way to substitute exactly what a deadlift does well like the main movement is you go you bend down there's a bit of like knee flexion there's a bit of hip flexion and then you pick up a weight and then you extend your knees and extend at your hips there are so many different ways that you can build strength in knee extension, knee flexion, hip extension, or hip flexion. There are so many different ways you can build that. Not only can you build that in multiple different ways, but in multiple different positions. You can do that unilaterally, bilaterally. Also, if you are a beginner, you can look at it from the perspective of building things simply and maybe doing, uh, for example, in the FRS system, in the functional range systems, there's uh, like a protocol called pales and rails, progressive angular isometric loading or regressive angular isometric loading. Rather than looking to a deadlift as the almighty way to make strength gains in hip extension, you can do some set of pales and rails and build isometric strength in hip extension. And you can also build isometric strength in hip extension in end range. And then you can develop that one step further and one step further and you can take that isometric strength in hip extension and eventually build towards having concentric strength in that same movement and then eccentric strength and then end range rotational training like there are so many different 
avenues that you can take it, you do not need to do a set exercise like deadlifts, but the movements that are involved in it, you can train that. Just like you may not be ready right now to do a barbell back squat, or you may not have adequate ankle dorsiflexion to get into a barbell front squat, but you can still make gains by training individual joint movements that are involved in that. And that puts you in a position where if you get better at hip extension as an isolated movement, if you get better at knee flexion as an isolated movement, that can build up your strength, your joint resilience, your joint health, your joint function to the point where if you change your mind and you decide to go back and to do deadlifts, your joints are going to be in a healthier and stronger position to handle that. So that would be my answer is if you don't want to do a deadlift but you don't know where to start, look at the movements that are involved. Look at the joint movements that are involved in a deadlift. And the main one, there's more, but the main one is knee extension, hip extension. So you can look towards doing pales, rails, sets to developing isometric strength in knee extension or knee flexion or hip flexion, hip extension, and build off of that. So um, the reason why I say isometrics is like if you're looking to build strength in something, there are three types of muscle contractions, isometric, concentric, and eccentric, and isometric contractions are the least neurologically demanding. They're the least neurologically difficult contraction. So for you listening, you may be ready for eccentrics, you may be ready for concentrics, but without knowing who is in front of me, the lowest common denominator, the safest choice to recommend as a starting point is isometrics. So you can take that principle and you can say, well, what if you don't want to do bench press either? Okay, sure. You can take the joints that are involved in a bench press and train those joints to become stronger in that movement. And you can do the same thing for overhead pressing. And like, you can also become more versatile by doing it in a body weight setting because hip extension, when you're doing a deadlift, your legs are in kind of like that same position every single time that you do it. But you can put yourself into hip extension in more than one angle. You can do hip extension with your leg a little more abducted. You can do hip extension with your knee flexed. You can do hip extension prone. There are many different positions that you can challenge yourself in hip extension. So don't look at it as a way of, oh, wow, I just have to do like one variation of hip extensions forever. That's going to be so boring. No, no. There are many different positions that you can challenge yourself in and that should be so encouraging. So it's not even about, oh my God, the one deadlift exercise is gone. So I need to substitute it with a different hip hinging exercises like RDLs. Yeah, you can choose to do RDLs or you can choose to find an appropriate way for you to challenge hip extension. And for a lot of people, it may be important to start in maybe uh, a quadruped position. You could build up and kind of challenge yourself maybe to more of like a tall kneeling position, move to standing, have standing bent leg, have standing straight leg. You can challenge yourself with different ankle weights or different cables or different resistance. There are a ton of different ways. So just want to open up your mind to, you don't need to look at one exercise as like the only way to challenge a certain movement. 
look at the joints that are associated in such exercise, train those individual joints, and you'll be better off. And even if you choose to go back to it, you'll be better off because your joint will be healthier and your joint will be stronger. That's everything for today. Just want to hop on for a quick episode. If there's another question that you have that you want me to cover in a future episode, go in the comment section of this podcast. Reach out to me in any of my social media. Send me a DM. Let's talk. Let's open the conversation. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.